Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I'm gonna have me a drink called Certified Evil. This is for spooky, spooky season. Certified Evil. Certification in Evil. Certified Bonafide. Yeah, no, this is from Sponsored a... by the Third Reich. <laughs> Certified Evil. So this is a this is a product by the Lucky Bucket Brewing Company out of La Vista, Nebraska. Ooh, Nebraska. <laughs> What's Nebraska known for? I don't know. <laughs> What's that Coen Brothers movie? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a few of them. Describe it. No, what's the one they made the TV show out of? Fargo? Fargo. Is that... Where's that? I think it's like in North Dakota or someplace. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe Nebraska. Well, how you doing there? <laughs> oh, that's in a Fargo. That's how they talk. They kind of talk... Like, so here's an interesting... They, because they're so far up north, so it's in the United States, but mm. the the accent is actually all, what a lot of Canadians sound like. Yeah. And it's kind of strange. I mean, they're, they're technically in different countries, but they also... Speak Speak like in that region, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of intermelded. In well, how you doing there? <laughs> I ran a boot. That's my a favorite. One. A boot. A boot. <laughs> I've been to Canada. I liked it up there. I mean, really, it's not. It. <laughs> I didn't go very far up north, but I've been into Canada. I mean, it really wasn't a whole lot different than the United States. Yeah, I thought it was a lot cleaner. I know it sounds kind of weird, but no, I felt driving it up. Sound weird. I, <laughs> it makes sense. No, I mean it was just like being on on their interstate. Uh, you know, it just seemed like I just didn't see trash as much yeah. as I did in the United States. It sounds so bad, but it's the truth. No, and, I'm and not the, surprised the by thing, any of that. And the other thing that that was interesting about my trip across the the border was that you it went was, across the border. <laughs> no, but seriously, I so I had gone on a business trip and. It was far easier to get over into Canada than it was for me to be able to get back over to the United States. No, really? Yeah. Now, why is that? Have I talked about this before? I don't remember. Well, I'll, I'll repeat it again. And It doesn't ring any bells for me. <laughs> we can always have Shelby review and make sure we didn't right. <laughs> repeat something. But anyway, so it was it was far easier for me to go over into Canada and cross the border into Canada than it was for me to come back, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I don't know, to me it was surprising. But, you know, like going into Canada, you had to go through the Border Patrol or whatever, and they basically looked at my, call it. Passport? Passport, yeah, my passport. And uh, they just asked me, like, oh, what are, you, what are you doing up here in Canada? And, you know, I told them where I was going. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm just up here on business or whatever. And they stamped my little thing, like, okay, have a nice time. And that was it. Like, I just went through, and I, I I'm gonna go had a good drugs. time. I went, I went to Toronto, went to the art museum. There, I got to go see uh, Lake Ontario. Um, yeah, it was it was really fun. But then coming back, as I was crossing into the United States, going through our our border control, the guy that uh, I want I didn't want to say checked my passport. He interrogated me, really <laughs> in my car. And I knew I knew leading up to it that something was off because it was taking a really long time for me to get through this line, and it seemed like everybody was spending sort of an unusual amount of time at this guy's booth to get through. So then my turn came up, and I drive up. Something was up, yeah. I can't eat my passport. He asked me where I was coming from, and I told him, and 
what were you doing up there? And I told him, I said, well, I was up there for business. He's like, what are you doing for, you know, he starts questioning about what are you doing for None your business. None of your fucking stuff. business. Anyways, at some point, he, um, he starts looking around the car, like he's kind of looking through my window and stuff. Not he's not he got my passport still, but he's just still kind of looking at, <laughs> at my car and stuff. And he notices my bag in behind, in behind my travel bag. Yeah, and he said, "I see your bag back here." He's like, "What do you got in it?" I just got like my clothes or whatever, you know, what I packed with me. So you don't have any toiletries in there? And I was like, "Yeah, I have like my toothbrush and <laughs> you know, uh-huh. my deodorant or whatever." Right. And he was like, hmm. "He's like, why didn't you just tell me that when I asked you what was in the bag?" Like, at this point, I'm like, what? <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, you know, he's like, well, you know what? It's kind of suspicious right. whenever I ask you something and you, you said you only had clothes in your bag, but you're now telling me that there's other items in there. And I was just like, uh, so, you know, I'm sorry. Like, this I, is very I apologize for right. not being thorough <laughs> enough, I'm sir. Sorry. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. No, useless uh, seriously, items. Seriously, it's, this, it's this a collection of useless so, items. So, so at this point, I'm thinking like, man, this is, this is not good. So then he starts looking God. at the car. By the way, I'm driving a company car. Yeah. And he says, he says your window tent is really dark. He says, is that legal in Kentucky? Because, you know, he saw my passport, so he knew I was headed to Kentucky. Right. And he says, is that tent legal in Kentucky? Have it that dark? And I was just like, what? <laughs> I said, I have I, no idea. I said, I don't know. I said, um, I told him, you know, this was a company car. Right. And he said, well, who you work for, the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> You know, just kind of huh. not like like not like you thought it was funny, but just kind of like you know, <laughs> who do you work for, the FBI? <laughs> With that kind of tent on your car, I'm like at this point, I'm just like I don't know what to do. Like this guy's gonna make me pull over. Who are he's you? Gonna, he's gonna send me over here to the little room. He's gonna say, "Sir, I don't need you to pull your pants down." But anyways, after some more questions, he eventually let me go, and I was just like, "Man, that's crazy! How different the experience was." <laughs> Apparently. The we, aggression. Uh, right. Well, the I don't know. Maybe I just got with. the one. I'm not saying that it's like that on every right. he interaction. Found out his, he found out his Maybe wife I is just, cheating on I him just got. Or, I just yeah. got in the wrong line, and it was the wrong right. guy. Some some weirdo that liked to abuse his power or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. He was a sadist. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need you to pull your car. That'd be a good horror movie. It'd be some guy gets stopped oh, by like a no. border patrol <laughs> coming back into his country, though. Border like, control. And like this, this he's a, he, he gets in the line. He's the only guy to get in this line and it ends up being some weird <laughs> guy working the booth. Right, and he finds nightmare ensues. He ends up making him, you know, pull over. He's like, you know, we need to come right. in. We need to interrogate. We need to talk more or whatever. And he starts doing all these weird tortures and stuff to him. Takes him down to the underground bunker part, like where nobody's ever supposed to be. And then somehow in the act, he escapes from the place, and he really does become like an actual fugitive. <laughs> oh, there's a part two. There's right. enough. There's enough to make a part. Two. He hurt the right. border, border patrol officer right. or whatever. The maniac, yeah. But he didn't, he didn't kill him, so in the second one, that guy's heavily involved in the search for this guy. <laughs> oh, he's trying to get to right. him first. Right. He doesn't want he's anybody to find out. He's been dismissed from his job because of what happened. He's like, you know, like he's been told he's, he's on leave or whatever. So in his spare time, he's been, like, hunting the guy down as well, <laughs> trying to find him. <laughs> While the other guy's just trying to trying to make it back to his home in Kentucky. Well, what we can do with that? We'll have it in Kentucky. <laughs> so, because it's spooky season... And I, I feel like I might have mentioned this in an earlier episode, mm-hmm. but my girlfriend and I, we've been um, going through our list of like scary movies we want to watch for the season, and she's not been she's not really familiar with any of the horror movies, so I've been really letting her watch a lot of the classics, 
Um, right. And some of the really good ones. So, I mean, she's seen a lot. Now, what of do you consider the classic? Well, uh, well, right now we're kind of venturing into, like, cheesy B-movies, like 80s B-horror movies. Oh, okay, she's yeah. Really, she's really grown a fondness for those. Cause sure. Because they're just, they're just, they're almost fun to watch, just to make fun of, and then, you know, just kind of enjoy the special effects or whatever. Right. But the other night, we watched an interesting film, and, and if anybody's not seen this, you'll be intrigued just by the name itself, but it's called Killer Clowns. Clowns with a K, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. <laughs> this is raw, hardcore, 80s B-horror movie right here. Yeah. Killer Clowns. I remember that. From Outer I've Space. seen it before, yeah. And, by the way, before I go any further, spoiler alerts... So if you don't want to hear it, I'm going to describe parts of the, the film that's right. going to give it away. So spoiler alert, you've been warned. So if you don't want to hear about it and you want to watch it for yourself, skip over this part. Right. But anyways, for anybody who wants to continue listening. So just to give you sort of the quick synopsis of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> 1988 was when this film was released. Right. <laughs> so the quick synopsis is essentially... These these aliens, these these clowns that are essentially like an alien race. Right. They come to Earth, and their spaceship is like a giant, a big top, big top. Yeah, right. like a big. It's like a big top, like a yeah. service big top is what their ship looks like. <laughs> and and so they they crash land on Earth, and you know of course it's a little small town America. You know it's right. out in the woods, and some teenagers come upon it or whatever. So people get killed in the process by these these strange alien clowns that are actually very bizarre. They're actually pretty interesting special effects because they're almost like the, the type of mechanical puppets. Yeah, you, you ever yeah. seen the show? Have you ever seen the show like dinosaurs? I don't know what it's called like dinosaurs or whatever. Yeah, and it's like the big. They're like essentially like big mechanical puppets, <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of they're kind of it's neat. Like, isn't that the it. one? Isn't the, the the dinosaur show the one that ended with the ice age? I, I think so, but it's been a really long time ago. Yeah, but it's I remember like used to watch going extinct. That's the end. That's how the show ends. It's <laughs> pretty pretty. I heavy know for it's a, dark for us. Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, not to get off. So, if you ever seen that show, the creatures in this film are, are very much similar to that. They're kind yeah. of the same idea. They're like me- mechanized puppets or whatever mm-hmm. reason. So they're really creepy and weird. Especially if you're already freaked out by clowns. Some people <laughs> already think clowns are scary as is. So right, right. Now we've got these these monstrous alien clowns that are killing people. But anyway, <laughs> so they they come to this small town, and essentially a story ensues. These clowns are going around. And they are collecting the townspeople. And the way they are doing this is they are shooting them in, with these these guns and turning them into, like, cocoons. But the cocoons are like the people are wrapped up in cotton candy. Because <laughs> they're clowns. <laughs> and so they're taking all these cocoons, Naturally. these cotton candy cocoons with people in them, and they're taking them back to their big... Uh, Big, big top. top, big top of uh, uh, spaceship or Service whatever. tent, right? And there's even a point where one of the characters actually says, "Hey, do you think that humans' concepts of clowns really just came from their experience from these <laughs> beings?" I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of like weird. Like it's kind of a weird, it's a little deep." Okay, all right. Like I like Ooh, it. Okay, it what if what if clowns were? What, let me t- the whole the whole idea. These these particular characters, they're clowns, but they're not portrayed as though like. 
they're dressing up. Like this is just how they are. Like the way right. they look and their the the things they use are kind of kooky and weird. That's just like their species <laughs> or whatever. Right. No, seriously, it's like a species. It's a clown species, right? So you you know you come to find out they're harvesting all these town people uh-huh. and they're filling up their ship with all these cocoons and you know these these teens and people are going in here trying to help save their friends or whatever and see what the hell's going on mm-hmm. and fight these big clowns or you know fight these evil clowns. And anyways, at the end, there's like a big boss battle. Because you always got to have a boss battle at the end of 80s B-horror movies. Right. So there's this giant, super-sized clown monster that comes down and is fighting the the the, uh, the, the heroes or whatever in the, the big top. And somehow <laughs> they end up killing it, and it blows the entire big top to pieces. Right. Anyways, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give you a whole story. It's just a bizarre concept but it's actually very entertaining to watch. Well, I mean, and like I mean, there's even like scenes where so they do all these clown type stuff. So one of the things is there's this group of people waiting for a bus, mm-hmm. and one of the clowns comes up to him and starts doing these like you know the hand shadows on the walls, right? You know, you can make tricks where you like animals uh-huh. or faces or whatever. T Rex, right? And, you know, and seriously, and then at the very last part, like he makes the shadow look like a giant T-Rex, and yeah. it comes down and actually, like, consu- the shadow consumes the people. Yeah. And then they're in the cocoons. Like, just weird <laughs> stuff like that. Like, what? It's their powers. It's the basis of... And, of course, they have, like, the the old... Co- they have the old corrupt cop guy that, like, drinks on the job, you know. He, he's he's abusive to anybody he arrests. And right. He's kind, of, he's kind of a bad guy trying to spoil bad everything. Sergeant. Because, you know, there's, there's, there's the good cop trying to help, you know... But anyways, if you've never seen it, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it is It's bizarre. worth a watch. It's worth and a watch. Yeah. I, I think so. And we had a lot of fun watching it. And it's not really meant to be taken seriously. But definitely definitely something to try during the spooky season if you're looking for some scary movies or fun movies to watch. So earlier we were talking about a guy we used to know. Mm-hmm. And I think we've actually mentioned this person once before. But if anybody remembers us talking about the guy who liked excessive amounts of ketchup. Oh, yeah. If anybody remembers that story. So this is actually the same person. And we were all living together. We were roommates together. So we all had rooms that that were beside each other. This friend of ours, he was really big into World of Warcraft. Yeah. So if anybody that plays World of Warcraft or knows what it is, he was like... One of these people who religiously played this game. It was it was like a job for him. He right. worked, but then like at certain times every night, he was I'm locked into this raid or whatever it was. He was committed they did to a team for like several hours. Like this is what they did, mm-hmm. and it was you know, he had a guild or whatever they called them. They might right. have those or like a guild. He was a part of this team, but it was kind of like it was very serious though. Like you're expected to show up and contribute. This isn't no like, wait, hey, we'll hop on, we we'll get some free time. It's like no, like you need to be here. Uh, it's a job. Like, it's you, another job, o'clock. right? Right. So, anyways, but he took us very seriously. He was very involved in it, and he's very good at it, <laughs> from what I remember. I mean, yeah. I, I guess compared to, to me at least, but. Uh, but you know, every once in a while, he would he would you know have allow enough time in between working and his other responsibilities and gaming uh-huh. that he would might be having having a lady friend over. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just remember it was just always 
just very bizarre because I mean it was all it was already awkward because I'm I'm out, he's right next door to me so obviously I could hear you know his bed was right up against one of my walls <laughs> right. so I had, I'll be laying there at night or whatever I hear you know hang on just to give some perspective there was a point after our parents divorce that our father started renting out bedrooms in the top right. of the in the upstairs of the of the house that we grew up in right it was like mini apartments. <laughs> With a shared bathroom, right? <laughs> so, so the guy next to my apartment, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he would have some friends over. <laughs> he would have some friends over every once in a while, as he was as he was entitled to. Right, right. But absolutely. you know, I, I would already, ha- I would, I would, you know, I would know when it was happening because I just it was unavoidable. I could just hear, I could just hear him on the other side. I mean, I could just hear. I'm sorry, I could hear him. <laughs> I could, right. I don't know that I heard much of them, but I could hear the bed. Say the least. <laughs> so I always knew when it was happening; it was unavoidable, whether he snuck them in or not. Like yeah, I, I knew it was somebody hasn't been using the WD forty. But it's always weird because yeah. at the end of it, like you would hear at some point, <laughs> you would kind of hear the release <laughs> and then the bed noises. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. But also, and at some point, you know, I'd hear the noises stop, the bed noises stop, and I would hear him get up. And walk across this room, and I would hear him get on his computer immediately, and he would start talking. And I just could tell, in time. and I could tell that he was talking to his his teammates that he always played with. So he'd be saying, "You know, hey, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm gonna get my armor on right now, real quick. Where are we gonna meet at?" And I'm thinking, what like, a I'm life, sitting there, I, I I didn't hear his door open up, so I didn't hear anybody leave. So I'm thinking, I didn't hear him go over, open a drawer, or take some, I didn't hear him move to take some time to put clothes on. So right. here's exactly what I pictured. He's there doing his business. He ends it. Immediately Abruptly. he gets up. <laughs> Abruptly. <laughs> he's watching the clock the whole time. He's got his watch up the whole time as he's going at it. And once it hits 9 o'clock, he, he finishes. He's, right, he's that he's right. perfected it to that point, but then All right, he it's time for you to do that thing now he, that, I, that I asked you to do earlier. <laughs> so seriously, I pictured him. I was like, Chris. this guy, this guy literally had to have stopped, got up, walked over to his computer, butt ass naked, by the way, and sat down and started playing his video game Man. while this poor girl's laying here, sprawled out on his bed. Thinking, no pun like, intended, um, right? You know. <laughs> And I'm because he always liked to play. Uh, here's the other thing. This is how. <laughs> yeah. So this, this was the kind of person this guy was. Is that when he played, he, he did his raids. He also had his computer linked up to a giant TV screen. His actual his main TV, <laughs> and he would always have it like split screen where you could right. see it from that TV. So it was almost like he wanted it to be on display for anybody that happened to be passing by his room right how well right. he was doing you could watch it live essentially and he would let you do it you could walk in there and, like sit down and just it's watch like a live the game on his TV. right but anyways and i just pictured him <laughs> i'm gonna put this on the i'm gonna put this on the b screen <laughs> gotta oh check this out if you thought that was hot wait till you see this hey you don't want to <laughs> leave you don't want to leave yet hey baby i'm not done yet the you best don't want to leave yet <laughs> Wow, it was just—it was just bizarre. I just felt—I felt bad. I'm like almost as like what an experience that would be for somebody, you know? Because we always (laughs) and he got up and he walked over and he started playing World of Warcraft and he made me watch him for the next four hours. (laughs) (laughs) And at some point he asked me to go. And at some point he asked me to go get him some meat chickens (laughs) with extra, extra, 
extra, and I repeat, extra ketchup. And then I sat there while he ate naked. <laughs> covered brutal. in ketchup. Covered in ketchup. <laughs> playing his, playing his, his uh, raids or whatever he was doing. Can I have seconds? Hey, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to take a nap, but afterwards, greased up. <laughs> oh, man, hold on. i got to get a drink of this Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard him say that one time. Parched. Barge. <laughs> thought, oh man, <laughs> oh man, he's been doing <laughs> electrolytes. 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 Yeah, <laughs> we had some interesting. We had some interesting experiences. That situation itself goes to show you how people treat something like sexuality so differently. You know. <laughs> No, no. I, I think it's truly one of the things that... Like, for him, it was just an activity. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's also something that, that is really intriguing about us as a species is the fact that we can express our sexuality on a deeper level than just the primitive act of procreation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's passion involved in it. Purpose. Right. I mean, there's emotion in it. And it's, it, it's kind of this bizarre awareness that we hold. About and and the ability to do that, it's interesting, man. It's weird. It's weird that we can do that. I mean, they always say that like dolphins. I can't you know, wait or... for you to operate. Ooh. <laughs> when I get that feeling, I need some sexual healing. Sexual healing is something that's good for me. Man, what a great song. <laughs> It leads you to question, is that an abuse of our awareness when we knowingly treat it in that way? Knowing the other person doesn't perceive that act in the same way that you do. I wonder, is that an abuse of our awareness? Uh, Granted, there are times that that awareness is... Evolving. Is is not there. Developing. Right. So (laughs) so in that case, you can't always always be held at fault. Right. But... um, but yes, I think if you're aware concept. enough, I think if you're aware enough to know of someone's intentions with you, it is going to be impactful on that person's life, and could be impactful in a negative way, and you willingly do it anyways. And yes, mm-hmm. I think you made a choice to hurt to harm someone. We know we're faulty. Well, we do, but to actively to actively ignore it is is the issue. Mm-hmm. The taint of man is in everything. So that's why it's good to be curious. That's why it's good to question things. That's why it's good to question what is love? What is sexuality? What does it make me feel? That's what's worth exploring. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Canada. Eh? <laughs> no, I, I really, I, I had a person, so, <laughs> no joke. People always reference that when you, when they do their Canadian accent. They go, you know, hey. Right, you right. Know, and that really is what they'll say. That is a term they use, A. Eh? But. Right, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I thought it was There's really. Some truth I thought that. it was really <laughs> funny one day because I'm not used to that, obviously. And like I said, we have uh, a place I used to work at. We have we had customers that were in Canada. Mm-hmm. And one day I was emailing one of these customers and we were working through something and we I ended up resolving it. And. The person's response was something like, "Wasn't that now see? Wasn't that better?" A, that's what they typed, <laughs> and I just like I thought it was the funniest thing. I was like, "Oh my god!" Cause I read oh, it out loud, you. and I was like, I "Thank was you. Like, Yes, wasn't that better?" A, 
Thank you for giving. Thank you. Never for even. Giving I never thought I'd see it in an email. You know what I'm saying? You know you gotta watch your shoes. They got a lot of snow on them. <laughs> <laughs> Fargo. Man, that's a weird movie too. I like yeah. it though. I like it too. I always like the Coen Brother movies. They're really creative. Really creative guys. The Hamilton Brothers. A film, a film by the Hamilton Brothers. I don't know what you call our. I, I don't know what you <laughs> call our conceptualizations. Um, smut. <laughs> Feel. Uh. <laughs> What's the ones from the seventies? What were those called? Oh, exploitation. Exploitation. Exploitation film. <laughs> exploitation film. Right. Well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms. And you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.